This podcast is brought to you by Continuum, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Hello, listeners. It's me again, your host, Trotty. As you know, I uh, I recently returned to the club just uh, just over the Christmas period. And I want the only one to return in recent months. My, uh, my guests joining me tonight, Mr. Luke Bowden and Callum Rogers. Luke, hello. Hello, good evening. You all right, mate? I'm good, how are you? Not too bad. The first of us to return. Yes, yes, I was the first to return, yeah. Um, yeah. Feels um, like, yeah, it feels like it never left, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. What about you, Cal? Yeah, long time coming, I think, if you're honest, if we're being honest with ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah, slide back in like I haven't been away, to be honest, which is good. Obviously. Yeah, feel, feels the same with me. So, I'll tell you what, before we get into our um, into our uh, return to Wessex, um, obviously Bowden is on here for the second time. I, I think that's he's the only player to be on here a second time. So, well done, Luke. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It only take you leaving and coming back to, <laughs> to get your second appearance. I feel kind of bad because I've left and come back and I'm straight back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've well, had a go yet. This one's mainly going to be about your return. But um, for, just for this question, this is only aimed at Cal because obviously you've done a, a podcast before. But Cal, do you want to tell us about your, your original journey to Wessex? How it come about? Who you, you played for previous? Uh, oh, God. I'm testing my knowledge now. How did I come about it? Um, I think I saw a Facebook post. To be honest, it popped up to say um, they're looking for players. So I like the page. I think Webbo contacted me and sort of said, Oh, where'd you play? Do you want to get involved? Told him where I played. Showed up at Imperial one Tuesday evening, thinking, Bloody hell, this is a bit of a late kickoff time because it was eight o'clock. Um, yeah, slotted straight into the resis. I didn't play for anybody previously, so they were my first men's side. Um, yeah, and then rest is history, sort of thing. Moved up to the who, first team. Who was the um? Who were the resi's managers then? Uh, Sam Bebbington, I think at the time. Oh yeah, um, Sammy. I, I don't. I don't even know who his assistant was. It might have been Mike, Mike Callum. I can't remember because he played a few games in goal for us, but I don't know if he was helping out. Um, yeah. Or- yeah. So yeah, Facebook page always useful when looking for players. All the socials, um, obviously, socials are way better than they were back then. But um, yeah, I came across there straight from you football, really. Yeah, we've Nothing done that. Um, to be honest, we've done well through the the Facebook recruitment in recent years. I mean, it, it appealed because it was it was reasonably local where they trained, and luckily, obviously, played down there as well. So it wasn't like a ball lake to get out to, sort of thing. So that was good. Yeah, fair play. Well, we're glad that you've seen the post. Yeah, definitely. I can't remember. I think my dad sort of kept nudging me. He, he wanted me to play when I was 16. I was just like, oh, I ain't ready. He's like, yeah, you're more than ready. Because I was always worried I wasn't big enough. And then got into the game and crunched someone in the first game, really. I was like, oh, this is easy. Okay, I'm fine now. That yeah. was eye-opener. But yeah, glad to have found the club when I needed it most, really. 
yeah you're big enough. yeah you're big enough mate i i still don't think i'm big enough myself <laughs> <laughs> so um i take so, yeah it, it'd be good to hear hear your um your views on your spell away so luke we'll start with you what um yeah tell us about your little stint away then from wessex um yeah so um first of all uh when news broke that obviously you were going to nick ones um there was rumors flying all over the place of which players would be leaving and um if you were taking anyone with you or whatever and it was kind of just you know i just kept myself quiet um i didn't make a decision straight away um i obviously played with you in the resis and in the lockdown cup um enjoyed my football got players player so when i spoke to you about the opportunity you were like yeah i'll have you i think um it was a kind of a no brainer to you to to bring along me along and at the time, I just thought I enjoyed playing football under Trachi. I'll um, give it a go. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Um, I obviously wanted to see what it was like with you as a challenge as well, because this was your step up to the higher leagues as well, from the resis to a first team. And yeah, the setup looked great down there. So yes, I did move to Nick Wands with you. Um, started really, really well. Um jumped straight into hard training sessions, you know, bleak tests, uh, starting to get to know people. And then it was the Fry's Cup that really, really we knocked down running. So um, started always playing in the normal positions, you know, on the wing, left and right wing, playing pretty much every game in that Fry's game, uh, Fry's Cup. Um, and then, yeah, getting a goal, couple of assists, um man of the match in one of them. I think it was Bedminster Down. I think I got the man of the match in. Yeah, I think uh, so. That's right. Yeah. Um, I know if, I don't know if Cam from uh, Bedminster Down still listens to it, but I ran, I ran him ragged that game, I think from memory. And he still messages me about it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we won the Fry's Cup, which was great. And then, yeah, started off, yeah, well, the start is it meant to go on uh, into the season. Um, didn't get great results to start off with. I think we started with a draw. Um, my confidence in myself went a little bit. Um, I'll be open and honest about it. Um, and it just kind of went from there where I just, I couldn't believe in myself again, um, which I am a confidence player in myself. And then, yeah. I ended up not fitting in, in in my own way, um, not feeling great myself. So then I decided to uh, make the move and think about coming back. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a tricky one with you because like like you say, you'll be the first to admit you're a confidence player. And if I if I remember right, you had like a couple of like weekends away, where. I'm sure, I'm sure you had like two Saturdays that you couldn't make it. and Yeah, well, it was annoying it, with one of the weeks because I think it was when we went to the 3-5-2. So you, you, you always favoured the 4-3-3, but um, a lot of players in that side didn't suit the 4-3-3, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think you changed it to the 3-5-2. Um, yeah. You knew I'd do a job at the wing back, but I think one week I got a dead leg <laughs> and then the next week 
came in and then did the other leg and stuff. So I took a week or two off. Um, I think I went on holiday maybe or had a weekend away, family with, yeah, with family. Um, so yeah, when I came back, it was just, I didn't feel like I fit in, which knocked my confidence. I didn't think it was anything football wise. I just think it was me not gelling with the team, in my opinion. Um, no one's fault. Just if you don't suit, you don't suit. Yeah, it, it, it just felt a bit stop-start for you, didn't it, I think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it was like, I think even after I had that week off, I was still, you know, making good movements with my um, assistant. And I still, I think I scored a header even like the weekend, week I came back. Yeah, um, you did. So it wasn't, I don't think it was my football inside. I think it was just my, me not fitting into the team and how it panned out, which um, I knew at Wessex when I came back, I just gelled straight back in, fit straight in and felt like it, I was home. Yeah. How about, um, how about you, Cal? Tell us about your your little stint away at Nick Wands. Um, I've done it twice now because I, went over the telephones a few years before that both times it's not worked out so yeah I'm quite experienced in this now um, probably ought to trust my gut a bit more um, yeah similar to Luke really no brainer sort of following you across I knew you liked how I played um, obviously always always that doubt at the time dropping down to the resis about my motivations and my fitness obviously carrying far too much weight didn't help didn't help my calls um but yeah similar to Luke in the sense of when it, it sort of started rumbling that you were gonna go it was a question of oh is he gonna pick me I'd be lying if I said I'd be lying if I didn't think you weren't going to to be honest because I would have been more annoyed if you didn't consider me thinking with especially with the season I had um, during that, what was it? Third place we finished was it that season? Yeah. Um, when I obviously scooped both awards, managers' player, players' player. Oh, you've got to drop that, that in, haven't you? Got to drop that. Oh in. yeah. Well, well, of course I have. Of course I have. And I came, and I came back slim in the presentation, so that was even better because it was a big sort of sort of middle fingers to some people within the club who didn't doubt my ability and stuff. So. And it was also a good thing for me to prove people wrong. And obviously that draw to that draw to play a bit higher, so go to combination football, it was always the idea to test myself. Um, yeah, got there. Good setup at the club. I'll always give that give them that sort of credit. Good clubhouse, good facilities, excellent pitch. Um, I personally felt similar to Bowden in that I didn't fit in very well but looking back on it now I think I did slot in quite well because I think I was well liked within the team especially with like Beezer the captain and stuff I know for well he was sort of on my side type thing um well you you sort of you some you really cemented your place in the side didn't you whether that was at center back left back even wing back one game you um yeah yeah, you, I mean, the, the, you were in a, 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 a like a constant flow of football, weren't you? Yeah, the versatility's always helped. Um, would it be nice to settle down in one position? Yes, but obviously, if I can play two or three positions, and that's obviously 
a good thing for the team. So, yeah, playing regularly was good. Um, yeah, results weren't great. There was the odd game where I personally felt I was was no good. You link back to the Hallen game where I got ripped apart for 90 minutes by that young kiddie. And then it was always in my head of like, oh, I ain't good enough for this level, even though I just come back from injury. Um, I think you're being so incredibly it... on yourself there. Yeah, he was, he was a very tricky opponent that that young winger. But you know, other, other than that game, you know, you were you were fa- fantastic for me. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Again, looking back on it, I think I got three or four man of the matches. It was always even like in my games where I weren't wasn't necessarily at my usual level. I was still probably a six or seven out of ten. I still did the job. Um but I think the writing was on the wall quite early. But after a month or two, you could just see that something wasn't right. But it was never sort of obvious to me what it was. Especially within the first team. Because I know that was the first thing what Beezer was saying to me when I sort of decided but after you rung me to say I would come back. Um, I always thought the atmosphere within the first team was all right. But yeah. clearly there were yeah. whispers around the club that I wasn't aware of, which has caused this to happen. Um, so I think it was a bit of a mixed spell. I think for the benefit of everyone who went across, you had to go and give it a go. Higher level, different facilities. Could you then try and build something with a first team? Um as I said to you when we were on the way back, was it the Avermouth game? Winterborne, I can't remember. And yeah, Avermouth, wasn't it? You were yeah, my assistant, you meant, day, weren't you? Because you were injured, I think. Yeah, because yeah, I was out injured that game, and you sort of said, "Oh, if we got the, if we went back to Wessex, would you go?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." I was like, "Where you in wrong go, I go essentially because you've backed me from day dot." Um, and that was that I was big. That, that wasn't based on anything, was it, at the time? That was just, like, all hypothetical. Yeah, that was just, just talking. There wasn't anything, like, there hadn't been the sort of rumour mill like it was before you went from Wessex to Wands. Um, so, I but I won't sit there and... I was still surprised when you rung me to sort of say, we're on the move. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, where are we going? <laughs> Oh, going back to the first Wessex first team, I'm like, yeah, all right, sign me on. And again, I think Bowden's hit the nail on the head. We got back and we just slotted straight in. It's just like we've not been away. Obviously, I think it helps because I think people, again, you look back on it at the time and you think, oh, people are against you. But I think people did genuinely rate me and Luke to, yeah. to, to come back and then sort of be like, oh, yeah, welcome back. This is great to have you back. No animosity at all. Oh, a bit of banter, you're going to get that. But like no hatred or anger at all. It was all oh, glad to have you back. Let's get to work. So yeah. Well, you didn't leave under bad terms, did you? That's 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 the key. You, you left for a new challenge. Well, yeah. I tried to keep it civil. Um, people at the presentation might suggest otherwise. Um, I'm sure that'll get mentioned loads of times. But with that speech, but hey ho, I've done that now. Okay, so no, I, okay. I just think that's healthy football banter. Oh yeah, it was no, but yeah, there was no like bad blood going in there to like. Like absolutely cane anyone, but I just thought, yeah, see this opportunity, let's see what happens. So, um, but yeah, it's good to be back. I think I was saying to, um, I think I was saying to Lewis Berry, 
um, when towards the end, when it was really sort of looking ropey results wise, wise it was. I think I was looking back, and there was times where I was looking for excuses not to play, or I'd be like, it might be quite cold, and I'm thinking, oh, I hope the gate, I hope the pitch is frozen, just because by that point it was a bit sticky, and I think you could start to see the fractures coming. Um, so yeah, absolute blessing when you sort of run up. I mean, results, said, yeah, we're on the move. For me, results weren't weren't too bad. We, you know, we were we were mid table. Couple of wins, couple of draws, couple of losses. It was just a bit of a mixed bag, wasn't it? We didn't. Yeah, I think it was more the manner of the results. Yeah, like the games, the games we lost, they weren't just defeats. It was like a lack of desire from certain people. It wasn't everyone, but it was all. You could see there was two or three at the time, as myself included, in one game. I can't remember what one it was where there was just no desire. I think it was the Hanham game. I think I was carrying a knock, and in my head, it was just like shouldn't be here. It's like, I've got this knock. Why have I sort of put myself forward knowing that? Granted, I'm a key cog to the team sort of thing. But I think that was, again, where it started to fracture because it was just the manner of them. Like, even the wins. It's like we'd come off and I think, uh, who was it? Was it Almond's bringing the cup? I think it was. We battered them. We beat them 3-0 or something. Mm. And nobody was buzzing. It was almost as if, well, we should have scored more. It's like, well, yeah, we should have, but we played out of our bloody skins. Yeah. Um, I find exactly the same. I think it was the game we won 7-2. It was like our big first big win. And oh, um, Chip and Sobri won it, Rezis. Yeah, I think yeah. I think yeah. had scored two penalties. I scored a header. Connor was flying with assists left, right and centre. And I think it was, we came off the pitch crazy. and it was just like, like we'd lost, do you know what I mean? And there was no, yeah. it was just kind of like, okay, that's it. We're done now. Do you know what I mean? There was no like happiness that we'd won or like, you know, when I come and play football on the weekends, it's one of my days off the week, you know, one of my two days off a week. I want to, uh, you know, if we lose, yeah, you're down and out, you you focus, you regroup. And when you win, you go and celebrate, do you know what I mean? And it just, I came off after a good game, you know, scoring, assisting, and I just didn't enjoy it. It just didn't feel like, it just felt like, ugh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there, yeah, there, there was, there was no buzz. Like, yeah. even the games we did, sort of, like I said, that Almondsbury game came off, and I'm thinking, well, we played well there. And people were saying it all across, like the side and stuff. But yeah, it was almost as if because it wasn't a certain gaffer in charge, and it's changed. It's sort of, oh, we'll just tone it down a bit. Yeah, it's not. Let's not make too much of it. When really, it should have been like a springboard to kick on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't I don't know if you've seen it or heard of it. You know, I I had a few games on the bench or coming off the bench, as I should say, and um just hearing things on the sideline, it's just it's not like you could tell there was a lot of negativity around that club, and I think that's why they wanted yeah. to externally get someone in this time. Because I think from what I'd heard before, their setup was great, they wanted to move in the right direction, but they always recruited internally. From what I heard, anyway, like everyone is, it's always been people from or part of the club that have been there for years. So I think having an outsider come in was like a big risk to them. And you could see a lot of people weren't a either happy with it or used to it or as welcoming, in my opinion. Oh, anyway, you, oh, you 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 could see that though because that's with anything. It's even just in like jobs. Somebody comes in externally, and the first thing you're thinking is, oh, hang on a minute, what are they going to change here? Or especially in the football term, it's 
much like Wessex, would have been thinking, who are we going to lose? It's who are we going to bring? Yeah. Are they any good? Will they just slot into the team? I mean, that was the thing. I know um, I know Josh got a mention loads of times. People, oh, he's not good enough. I was like, no, he is good enough. He's just not fit. If he got yeah. fit, he'd be in the midfield. And I, I can't remember who it was, but I sort of almost said, if he was fit, you wouldn't be in the bloody team. So count yourself yeah. lucky. He's car- he, At the time, he's carrying too much timber and he can't get about. But yeah, it's that negative vibe was quite apparent after a few months. It wasn't in preseason. I think people were buzzing in preseason, but I think because certain people have got a bit of authority there, they start saying this, saying that, and it spreads. It's like a virus then at the end of the day. And by that point, it was too late to stop it. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I, I haven't got anything like really bad to say about Nick ones. It's just I think in my opinion, it just I didn't suit the setup that they had and wanted. That's all it is. They're a very close knit group. And if you're coming in from the outside, it's going to take you a long time to get involved in that. You know, there was players there like I knew already. Um and even they were saying, yeah, it took them like two or three seasons of constantly playing week in, week out, in order for them to be a part of the club, like, properly. And it it just shows the difference between what that is and what Wessex are, because I came to Wessex, as probably you did, like you said, you came from a Facebook post. I came on the back of Lewis Berry, and it was just, I, I walked in, everyone was really welcoming, everyone literally, arms open into the family, kind of that was the difference I think that's the difference and that's why when I've come back same with you we've just slotted in like we hadn't even left mm-hmm. and there's loads of new players as well so it's like it is it is completely different Wessex I think that side of things yeah. I think I think it, it, it ones there was a and don't get me wrong there there's some there's some amazing people there but the club as a whole there was a bit of a a fear of change and not really embracing change. And yeah. we, we've always done it this way. And, you know, so-and-so has, has been at this club so many years. He's always been in the first team. And then when there's, when there's changes come about, that's when it just started, like the cracks started appearing and, you know, behind the scenes. But yeah, all in all, like I, 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 I enjoyed my time there still. You know, it, it was, we, we went there and we were, we were on track for what we wanted to do, but, in the end, we made the decision that it's is it is it just going to be not too big a task, but would it take too much time to turn around? You know, have have, have I got two years to change the whole culture of a football club? Probably not. I, to be honest, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think Luke's going to say the same thing as me. Here. I think I don't think you'd have been given that time. I think you'd have been long gone by the end. I reckon they'd have told you to leave at the end of the season if they gave you that long. I reckon. I reckon they'd have panicked. I wouldn't have no, said I'm that. I, was, I was going to say something different and saying I'd have got a transfer it, budget. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been more more like uh, four years, I reckon, to change something like that because it, it it takes time for people to actually change and adapt. Whereas, and there was a lot of people there. I think that need to needed to change and get with the times in a way. You know, it is, it is great. Their history there is is fantastic. Their setup is, you know, second to none. You know that they're set for. You know, if they go up into the the higher leagues of the counties and stuff, they haven't got to do much in that sort of way. They're they're set for that. It's just obviously getting the people 
on board with it and getting them going at that league. Because as far as I, I've, I've played football, what adult football for like 14 years now. And Nick ones have always been a combination side. Do you know what I mean? Or a top district. They've never been higher. The combination side when my dad was playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they've not they've not moved. They've just sort of stagnated. It's almost as if they were happy to just be there. Yeah. Which we wanted to obviously come in and be a part of that change. It's just obviously we didn't we 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 seen it for what we didn't suit. Basically, I yeah. that's my opinion anyway. I don't know what. Well, that's, well, that's why I sort of said. It's not a dig, obviously. It, it or Ron. I, I genuinely think they'd have probably said it's not working out at the end of the season, and I don't think it would have been from the board. I reckon they would have been pressured by people within the club who probably feel like they have more clout because that was what it was. I mean, I refer, referenced the group chats when Churchill and Ron left. It went off for about four hours, and not one but board member said anything. I, I was, I was surprised. How much support we were given in in the in the group chat because you were you were sending me the screenshots, weren't you? And there was so yeah, many yeah. people who I didn't expect saying these like you know these two are brilliant, these two have done so much, blah blah blah. And I thought, oh okay, but that clearly didn't. It clearly wasn't enough sort of wavering support that during the times where perhaps if they heard a negative comment, they probably ought to have said, "Oh, you need to back these lot." It's going to be a big change to come in. It's not going to be like clicking straight away, not sort of doing it after the decision has been made. Um, I, ju- I think they'll look back and I think they'll see it as a missed opportunity, especially if, say, and obviously this is what we want for Wessex now, maybe not this season, obviously, because the, the injury crisis and stuff have been well documented. It's been a tough start to the season. Say we were to finish top four in next year, as a start stepping stone and one stay mid table, I think they'll look at it and go, actually, they do have a bit about them. Maybe we ought to have backed them a bit more. But that's just my opinion. But their losses are a game. Well, to be on to be honest, like like Ron or if Ron was here, he'd, he'd agree with me. The backing we had from the chairman and vice chairman was second to none. They were they were fully mm-hmm. behind us. It Ron was just here, by the way. Oh, Ron's joined in. Hello, Ron. Oh, they were Ron. Ron. to me as Ron's well. Ron's been there. Ron's oh, been there for about fifteen minutes. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Hey, we're all back together. Green team. So, um, yeah. So, Cal, you, I mean, you 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 briefly touched on it. How how you came to return to Wessex? It was it all happened so quick, didn't it? I I called you and said I've I've just resigned, and you said okay, and then I, th- I think word got out. Wessex, then an offer was made, and then I called you back up and said, uh, We're going back. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, just to let you know, I'm going back to Wessex. And, he, and you, I think your exact words were, Are we? <laughs> I said, Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> but Luke, um, like, Luke, tell me about because you, you, um, it must have been about a month before, I reckon. Luke, was it you went back to Wessex? Well, I played my fr- so if you listen to last week's podcast or the week before his podcast i can't think of which number it was now the one with matt and you speaking about matt's role matt mentioned that it was at my birthday meal that tom and matt were open to you know bringing you and ron back in and that was my first game back so that was what end of november middle of november so that that would have been i think it was 
a good week or a couple of weeks before that, before I made my decision to think about coming back. Um, I didn't even, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even think about just Wessex. I thought about, you know, maybe going off on another different venture, you know, going back to some old clubs that I've been to before. Um, because I've always kept in contact. I've got good friends that play for various different clubs. Um, it was... It, it was a couple of times, like I said, where I was on the bench and I was I was coming off the bench and I was doing all right. I was trying to like, you know, you're coming to me saying make an impact, go and do it. I try and make the impact and it just didn't seem right. Like I was getting, I didn't like not from you personally, but, you know, people on the sideline, if you make a mistake, make one mistake, you know, from trying to, to trying to make an impact and it doesn't quite pull off. It's everyone was straight on my back and I just didn't like, again, I didn't. I'm not that type of player. I like to be, you know, pulled up in confidence, not not jumped on. You know, some people, yeah. you have to shout at them in order for them to actually come out, out of the, the pack running. Whereas I am need to be pulled along with me, you know, and I pull others along as well. But it seems as you try and give someone a bit of positive advice, they just didn't want to take it from me. I don't know whether that's just something that I couldn't fit in with myself, with the, the team, or if, you know, they didn't like me at all, or it was just something that just doesn't work. I think um, you, 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 yeah, know, you, I, were just, you were just new, weren't you? You were new, people are fear, fear in places. But and going back to what you said about like the touchline, it was just a bit of a negative touchline. You had like all the old boys on, on the sideline and there was there was never much praise. It was always, this is rubbish, yeah. that's rubbish. It was, yeah, just, yeah. just the environment. There really. was some examples where like, you know, even things that did come off, but it wasn't what people were shouting at on the sideline to do. So, like, say for example, if someone passed the ball to the right, but everyone's shouting, like the guy on the free, the guy on the left is free, you know, like play it left, play it left. And the guy plays it to the right, and we still move up the pitch. We we get like a shot off from it or like a corner from it or something. They're all like, oh, come on. You know, and I'm like, the pass still came off. There's still, you know, you, you don't have to do exactly what everyone is saying. As yeah. long as your work is still not making the right. So I was a bit like, okay, I need to speak about maybe thinking, do I go and venture off at another club or do I get in contact with Wessex again and just see what they think? Um, yeah, like, like Carl said, he didn't leave on bad terms there was a speech obviously but um <laughs> my my mine was I just made a speech I just said like yeah it's not like there's nothing bad I'm just gonna leave Wessex for now and they've welcomed me straight back I spoke to Hoops I spoke to Matt and Tom um Matt me and Matt were messaging for days upon end about you know what options there would be for me coming back you know obviously there's no Direct straight back into the first team. You're gonna be hang on, playing every hang week. on. He was tapping up one of my players. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Um, but it wasn't just Matt. It was Hoops as well. I was speaking to Lewis. You know, me and Lewis are good mates. We we go back a long way. So I always stayed in contact with Lewis. I always stayed in contact with Matt. Um, even Tom as well to a certain extent. I think he went a bit quiet first of all. But um, yeah, we always stayed in contact 
And yeah, when I spoke to them, they were like, yeah, we'll have you back straight away. No issues whatsoever. You'll, you'll, you'll fit right into the system. I did have a couple of weeks training whilst I was still at Nick ones, you know, I wanted to maintain my fitness. So I was training one day with Wessex, one day with Nick ones, just to keep my fitness up. Um, I also then trained with Cabri on two occasions as well. Some old friends from there were like, come on back, come on back. But um, again, I didn't feel like I felt I fit, fitted in like it was at Wessex. When I was at, when I come straight back to Wessex, it was kind of like, it's kind of like if you go on holiday with your, without your family for about six weeks and then you come back, everyone just welcomes you back straight away. Like they've missed you. It's That was the thing for me was when I came back, I felt like this is home. Yeah. Well, all I took from that was that you can afford a six week holiday. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> so yeah, so Luke, you've you've said it's, it feels good to be back. How, how about you, Cal? How, how how do you feel it's gone since returning? Um, without blowing smoke up my bum, I think I've been on fire bar the even mouth game where I got ripped apart <laughs> for ninety minutes. <laughs> to be honest, um, I think everyone got that game, the mouth. Yeah, I think other than that game, I think it was all right. Uh, yeah, the start's been good, to be honest. Uh, again, like Luke's already touched on, it's just slotting back in. It's like we've never been a, never been away. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I always remember the first game back against Eastern, Eastern Cowboys. I was cacking it. I've not been nervous before a game before. But yeah, I was really nervous. And then after about 10 minutes, I think, just settled down absolutely fine. I think I put in a few tackles. I was like, yeah, we're home here. Um, yeah. Did I have any intention of rejoining? No. Am I glad the opportunity came about when it did? Absolutely. And I jumped at it with both hands. Um, yeah, the return's been good. Long may it continue. Um, yeah, home. Being back yeah. by the gaffers, it, it helps. Everything helps. It's just like seamless transition again. Yeah, I mean, you for 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 me and Ron, you you were you were one of our first recruits because it it was at Del Shep's wedding, wasn't it? You um, yeah, you came up to me, and we were still at you know we we're still in in the tail end of the season at Wessex, and you said, "Look, I just want to tell you, I'm I, I'm going to seek a new challenge at the end of the season." And it, at that time, I'd I'd accepted the offer at Nick Ones. But I was, you know, I was keep. I, I didn't want any distractions from anything at Wessex, picking me right time to announce it there. And I, I thought, well, if Cal's going, that that's a player that me and Ron love. If he's, you know, if he said he's leaving, I was like, right, okay, Cal. Between me and you, <laughs> you, you say you want a new challenge at a higher level. What if I can offer you that? And you, of course, oh, you were yeah. like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you, well, yeah that was yeah. just from um, just from my point of view that I sort of com completely sort of back what you actually said. You know, we we had the conversations with Nick Wands good few weeks before the end of the season, and, and when we knew we were going, obviously the first thing we did was we you know, we kind of we got a bit of a scouting mission going on at, at Nick Wands, and, and and then we were like, well. Who would we want, or who who would potentially be available? But you know, out of respect for Wessex, it was never going to be a case of us saying, 
right, let's go and speak to so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. But, you know, we did have a little kind of wish list, if you like. And I think from the very beginning, you know, the likes of you, Callum, obviously Bowden, H, you know, you were all on there. So when um, when Trachy phoned me after, or at, when he, I think he was still at Dell's wedding. Um, yeah, he was. When he phoned me to say, you won't believe the conversation I've just had. And he, you know, and he told me that you'd kind of said you were going. So it was it was literally perfect because you were up there, if not top of our wish list. And with us not wanting to kind of, like I say, approach players, because we out of respect for Wessex, when you turned around to Trucci and said, I'm off, like not not in that way, but you know, you you wanted to look for more of a challenge, which you didn't think you'd get at the first team at Wessex. It literally was it was almost like fate that it, it, it happened. So we were both like over the moon when when that conversation was had because it it literally it just made it made sense to us to take you with us with how massive you were for us last season. You know, you were immense. There's no getting away yeah. from that. So it, it was perfect for us. I mean it it saved me so much work because well I, I think I yeah I remember saying I don't know I must have said it to Trash definitely because he didn't have known otherwise. Um, but certainly before, and, and maybe Lewis Berry because he was the captain. Um, I sort of just I say confided in him. I was very vocal about my opinions. That's obvious because I was annoyed. But I sort of said, "Look, I'm going to go regardless." I never had anywhere like that. I think the only team I was even thinking about considering going to was Mendip purely because it's on my doorstep. Whether I'd have got anywhere near their first team was a different kettle of fish, but. So, yeah, when Trutch sort of came up and went, I can give you this opportunity, it's like, well, saves me a job. I've got two managers I enjoy playing under, and it's a higher level. Obviously, I think it also gave me that motivation, obviously, to drop the weight, thinking, well, I know I can play football, but if I'm not as mobile and we're playing against better players, quicker players, I'm not going to make myself look like an idiot. need to start getting on this. So, yeah, like you've said, Rob, fate I think it just sort of married up at the right time um, and I, yeah, I think so. for me what, what makes it even better with, with sort of how well you ended up being for us at Wessex and obviously coming coming to knit ones with us and then coming back to Wessex was when me and Trutchy originally came back to Wessex what was it three years ago now I, I don't know whether Trutchy's ever told you this or whether we've actually had the conversation but we we felt Exactly as we felt this time, we 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 slotted straight back in. There was a lot of boys that kind of took us took us on board straight away, except for a handful of players that, for a bit of time, sort of did give us a bit of chip. And and you, Cal, were one of those. Like you said, you were you were one of the vocal players, and it was almost like you were going to be one of the players that we wouldn't ever really settle with. Do you know what I mean? So the way that yeah. I think it, it went with with how you ended up with us and and how we've built that relationship. I, I think it goes to show, you know, what potentially we could have done in it once, um, because, you know, we, it was, we've done it. I think, you know, it's fair to say we, we won you round, if you like. And obviously we've built yeah. that relationship. So it's literally, it's gone from one extreme to the other with you, I think, because I think there were, were times when you probably didn't, didn't think we were your sort of gaffers or, you know, vice versa. And I think it's worked out brilliantly, really. I'd, um, oh, I don't... I'd, 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 I'd kind of agree and disagree with that, Ron. I think 
I, I never I never felt from Cal that he he didn't embrace us when we came back the first time. I I, I did. I, 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 no, no. <laughs> I think Ron I think I think Ron got more of the I, I do you know what now he said that I do remember one training session where I can't remember what we were doing. I think it was set pieces. And I think I spent forty minutes fuming at the I think it was corners. Yeah, I just I remember it. Minutes, absolutely fuming at the wingers or whoever was whipping in, just going, the delivery's crap. How are you expecting us to do this, this, that, and the other? And Ron sort of pulled me to the side, and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to whack me here. Um, <laughs> what's he going to say? No, genuinely, I was like, yeah, I was like, he's going to smack me if I don't shut up. And it was just like, mate, what is wrong? Um, again, my gripes with the club at the time were very well documented. Everybody knew them. That's what we have a laugh and a joke about now, but once I found the main thing for, with me again, it's not obviously not so much now because I'm fitter than I was. It was always that fitness thing. When you came, when I first started playing for both of you, and it was like, you're a really good footballer. You're going to play every week. And I think I, I think I said it to Trash maybe, and it was just like, well, I'm not fit. And I think he looked at me and said, I don't care. You can play. It was that yeah. back in, and it was and it was just like. Oh, okay then. This might go quite well. And then yeah, after about three or four because I think three or four games, I think I was playing with Lee Porter as centre half. And I'm thinking, oh, they've got me a decent centre half to play with there. Somebody who's again good on the ball, strong in the tackle, playing a rigid system would suited me. Um yeah. I, I was very quickly one round, but yeah, I was pain in the ass, I know that. Yeah, no, again, I don't know whether whether Trutchy would sort of had the same feelings as me but I think the overriding feeling when when you when I you know we were kind of having that bit of a, a tough start if you like was from my point of view I I always felt that the reason you were the way you were is because you wanted to be in the first team and obviously you were kind of stuck with that but from our point of view and especially my point of view was we couldn't believe that you weren't in the first team because of how good you were for us so for us, it yeah. was always a case of saying, well, you know, we, we talk a lot about attitudes in football. And, you know, you, you two will both know this. One of my interactions, big gripes is people with bad attitudes. And if you've got a bad attitude, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work with you, but it only goes so far. So I think with, with you, Callum, I, I don't think you ever had a bad attitude. I think it was a bit of an indifferent attitude. So we were just like, how is this kid still with us? How is he not in the first team? So the fact that you stayed with us, we obviously wanted to do everything to to, to get you playing or to get yeah. you kind of to a point where the first team, if you like, would have had no choice but to take you, which I, I think we did. Um, yeah. And again, we were still like, how is he still with us? And every week it was like, we, we couldn't quite believe that you were you were still available to us. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, this, I think, it, yeah, chip on your shoulder, definitely, at the time. It was just... Yeah, like, oh, it's pointless me going into it. I could ramble on about it for ages, but um, yeah, yeah. I think I also had. I think it was one preseason. It must, I think it was a year, and it was COVID affected, maybe. And um, I remember having. I think Chachi was in the messages, and so was Matt. I think it was. Basically, both saying the same thing. We really want you to play for our team. You could be a big part of our team. But at the time, it was more, I think it was more meaningful from Trutch. 
because I think when he says, oh, you in my team, it's not going to be as a squad player, it's going to be, you're going to start, um, where whether that's left-back or centre-back, that doesn't matter. Um, and I think it cemented it as well last season, because um, obviously with Lewis, because he couldn't play every week, that you both thought, oh, I'd make a good captain. It was like, oh, okay, that's not normal. And I think that helped. Not that I had any sort of as bad an attitude then by that point, but I think that also reaffirmed that sort of, I guess, a redemption arc, I suppose, of he was a dick. Oh, actually, no, he's all right. Right, now we trust him enough. He can be this leader for the rest of the team. So, yeah, it massively benefited me. Um, that's all it is. That's yeah. Maturity. Yeah. I, well, I'd, yeah. I, I, I'd say, Cal, you went from because you. I always, I always, you, what you brought to a match was brilliant. I always just thought you like you, you were a bit of a moaner, more so in training. But you went, you turned, you turned from a moaner into a leader for us. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Again, it was that. Yeah, it was that, it was that change. Yeah. Again, once it clicked. It was fine. My old man used to say it all the time. I, I come off maybe, maybe having a bit of a confidence crisis. But I mean, Bowden touched on it earlier. He said he said he's a confidence player. Everybody's a confidence player. It just affects more people in, and it affects you in different ways. I might come off not in my usual standards, and I'm coming off thinking oh, I played crap. And my old man, I go, well, you'll get picked next week. I was like, oh, I might not. And he just went, no, they both love you. You can see that. Like even with like, I wasn't the fittest. I wasn't the most mobile. It was like. No, you're going to get picked. So you might as well just dust yourself down and go, oh, all right, it was a bad week. Go again next week. And it was like, oh, okay. But yeah, once things started to click, the rest of it was a doddle. Still is now, to be honest. It just helps them fitter. Yeah, I'd well, say now, definitely, you should, like, Connor Collins's face when he turned up at Nick Ones and seen how much weight you'd actually lost. His oh, the picture, look on his face was just gold. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was so, it was just so like his jaw was on the floor. Do you know what I mean? So it showed that the effort was there in order to try it at that level for you. And it just, like you said, that was the only thing you were missing in what you had. For me, it was a manager's dream though. Like I said, I said to Cal, yeah, I I want you, you know, if I'm going, I'll, I'll, I'll happily take you with me, but we're going to the combination premiere. I need you fit. And to a lot of players, that would have just fallen on deaf ears. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll get myself fit over the summer. And, you know, a few a few people turned up, weren't happy with their fitness levels, but Carl's turned up without even seeing him train. Just to look at him, you thought, yeah, fair play. He's got himself fit. It's, it, was an, it was a manager's dream, that. I needed doing to be fair, because it was, so it was killing me off. It was just, I felt crap, like physically. Because there were things like, it, it, especially from a football sense, there was things on the ball that I used to be able to do that I couldn't. I think you, well, it was one pre-season game with Wands in the Fries Cup. I think we were just pinging the ball and I was just bringing it down. I think it was pinging it at H and you came up to me and you went, you're even moving better. You might, you're not even like, it's not just your fitter, it's your body, the way you're moving now is way better than what it was. And it's the yeah. little things like that. Like you, know, you didn't have to come up and say that. Obviously, people could see, oh yeah, he's moving better than he was. For people who know knew me, even I knew it deep down. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. I was like, I'll just do the job, keep me head down, and carry on. But yeah, you saying that, it was like, oh wow, fuck it. I'm even even more confident than what I was before. 
Yeah. It was that pre-season friendly which showed it for me was you play, I played right wing. It was an inter-club friendly. I played right wing, you played left back. So we were up against each other. We know each other inside out. We know exactly what everyone's going to do. And the first thing I did was knock it past you. And I thought, I'll go past him. No, he's like all the time because at the time you were a lot bigger than I was. And yeah, you, I knew if I knocked it past you, I'd get past you. And you kept up with me. That was the thing. And I was like, oh, he's fit now. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, it was the thing that was like, okay, fair play. He's really, really worked to try it and get like, get fit, which was, it was good to see. And it's what you want from a teammate's point of view is you go, Christ, he's put the effort in. I better put the effort in as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. All in all, to summarise, we're all glad to be back. Yeah. One. One more thing I will just say. One more thing I will just say is, I was told I was the first to be approached as well. So, you weren't approached. You approached us. Who was it? Come on. What's that? What's on? Am I lagging? Is my I don't know. It's probably me. I, I, I think it's Luke, actually, to be fair. Yeah. You you approached us. You approached me. <laughs> you approached me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? <laughs> um, yeah, so we're all we're all home, we're all back, we're all we're all flying. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It doesn't matter. We're all back here now anyway. <laughs> as Carl said, he he's um back here now. As, as Cal said, he's 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 loving being back. Are you, you the same, Luke? You just, just slotted straight back in then. Yeah, um, I I did like um, I I I did feel a bit unfit at the time, you know, operation, um, which is just a it's a hernia. It's nothing like impactful of the game in a way, but I feel like once that's out of the way, I can really hit the ground running a lot better. Um, and start pushing back up. I, I've slotted back in. You know, I'm scoring, I'm assisting. Um, I am aiming towards. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think with, with you, Luke, I think... Is he still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, I, I think with you, it, it's... And I think it's something me and Trachi have always said to you, is... No one ever, ever doubts your ability apart from you. I think yeah. you're the only person that doubts your ability. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, was that, that made us have to kind of, like like you said, you a lot of the times that Nick won you were on the bench, it was because we, we as, as a, a management duo, if you like, we had so much kind of pressure from, you know, and, and like, like you said, it's not necessarily something you guys would have would have noticed or known about. But we were getting so much kind of pressure from from in and around the club that us knowing that we had to kind of get you to a point confidence wise, it was almost like we didn't have the time or the space to to do that. Does that make sense? Because it was if if we would have done that it would have obviously given us or given given the doubters more sort of ammunition if that makes sense and it was it was it kind of made it harder that we we knew me and Trachi knew how good you are and how good you can be that's exactly the reason we took you with us but the people at that club weren't necessarily seeing it because 
you were kind of worrying about the way you were playing and, and whether that was because of the hernia, because it was a new club, you know, all this, all this stuff that's going on around you, you know, it was, it was difficult for us to, to kind of chuck you into a starting lineup and us, us kind of stand there and go, we know he's going to come good. Don't worry about it. When you could see that you were struggling, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I know, I know one of my not, I wouldn't say flaws, but it's one of my things that does hold me back a little bit. Is I'm in my own head. Do you know what I mean? When it comes to football, I I do like. It's kind of I had to explain it to someone the other week where I was saying like I help my friends out on a Sunday team, and they're like bottom of the league. They lose every week. They're not great or whatever. And I. I then play in first team football, you know, for Wessex, for Nick Ones. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, okay, this is the standard I can play at. I've, I've competed, I've scored at levels, we've got results, you know. I was wet, I was a part of Wessex first team when we went up to the suburban Pren. You know, I was a big part of that, especially at the start at first half of that season. And then it was, it was, then you go and play on a Sunday with their bottom of the league or whatever. You know, you make a mistake or you get a bad touch. I'm in my own head going, cool, if I can't do it at this level, can I do it at the top level? And it's not that. It's just, you know, you you make mistakes. Do you know what I mean? You know, you don't always come off. You know, you see, you see, you know, Prem players playing in the FA Cup against like League Two players and they're getting tackled, they're getting bodied or whatever. And you're like, it to me, that would get in my own head. And that's all I need to just work on, you know. You're always learning, and yeah, you always need to better yourself. I know, I know, I am a good player. At the end of the day, I know, like, I deserve to be. I can be playing at the top top level, especially at like you know, I can play at a top level of Wessex's first team. It's just obviously making sure that I'm confident enough and I'm believing enough to get that opportunity and stay there. I think you've got similar to me. Okay, go on, Mom. It was just to say, do you think, given given the opportunity, you know, to, to go to a different club like Nick Wands with the facilities they've got, like we said, do you think that it, it regardless of everything else that was going on around around the club, you know, like I said, me and Trachi know you're good enough. So, you know, given the opportunity, is that something you, you'd always kind of try and do? Or is it you need to work on your confidence more? I think it was jump into the clubs, if you know what I mean. It was, I think it was, it's a bit of both, you know. Like, I thought I came in pretty confident to that Nick Wands team, you know, especially after the Fries Cup. You know, we were doing bits. I was playing, I was playing 90 minutes every single week um, and making a difference. I thought, you know, we were playing that 4 3 3 in the Fries Cup, you know. I was one of the main outlets, you know, we had, I can't think of that young kid's name on the left. He didn't really stay on, did he? But okay. Yeah. yeah. It, we were the two main outlets of that Fry's cup. Do you know what I mean? And it, nothing ever went down the middle. It always went out wide. So I felt really confident, really good in that side of things. But as soon as I, I felt like I made a mistake here, I, I felt myself, you know, I hear things from other players, especially when you're new you do take into account, you know, the people that have been there, if they some, say something negative as well, especially like, oh, bloody hell, mate, you know, you should be doing better with this, you know, and then not knowing me that I would get, that would make me get in my own head, that that definitely played a part of it, you know, like, whereas I know when I was under you guys at the Resis for Wessex and especially at Nick 
big ones if i made a mistake you go no no try again you know you'll get it you'll get it you know you just keep going keep going you 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 know how to manage me in that sort of way but obviously being at a new club it didn't obviously help that they didn't know how to manage me you know players and colleagues as a such whereas now back at Wessex I am growing in confidence you know I started off gaining my confidence back in the resis you know I've played so far I've played I think four reserves games two first team games and a Colts game and yeah since returning and I've had two man of the matches like four assists a goal or two it's my confidence is getting there it's just obviously maintaining it and to keep on going really yeah, and I, 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 you know, just to to kind of to make a, a point on that is obviously I, I refereed the game on Saturday against Carters, and although you know they weren't the best of team, you know they, they are quite a physical team, but for me, especially watching you play, you know, like you say, you got a golden and, a, and an assist, and yeah, you know, Carters weren't weren't a brilliant side, but it was nice just watching you play football. Again, because it's it, it's almost been like I, I could kind of go. It's, it's been you know six, seven, eight months since I've seen you play a game where you're not worrying about the next touch. You're just in, enjoying it for what it is. Um, I I still think you've got a lot more to give. I still don't think. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't think you're back to your best, but you can you can see you're well on the way. Um, and that's with carrying your your giant hernia in your pants as well. So <laughs> it, it was it was just nice to see it, mate. It was just nice to see you on a football pitch with a smile on your face, scoring goals, making things happen, and and just enjoying it without any stress. It was just nice to watch. Yeah, I think I think it was definitely Nick Wands was a learning curve for me. Um, and since coming back, I felt like I've learned it. You know, my fiance she we speak together all the time about you know my confidence in everyday life as well as at football and she even said to me you know like if I don't get picked for the first team or the reserve teams I've been dropped to the Colts or something she says it, it doesn't affect you as much whereas you know at the start of last season if I was in the resis instead of the first team or I was on the bench for the first team after, you know, playing 90 minutes the week before, it was really affecting me, you know, where I was thinking, oh God, am I not good enough? And I start overthinking things. Whereas now, you know, like this weekend, I think I'm in the reserves team, you know, even after last week, I got a, a goal and an assist, you know, it doesn't affect me as much. I know, I know I've still got a lot more to give. I know I've got steps to go and I know I can trust the people in the first team. And I know I can trust Mark in the reserves and Alex and Simpson, the Colts, that if they notice that I'm going to do well, they will pick me. And it's just, that's, that's now out of my own head. And I'm now I'm enjoying football a lot better. It's, it's a tricky, it's, it's also, well, you've got two, you've got two jobs, Luke keep doing what you're doing and, and keep playing good football and also staying patient because it's yeah. there also has to be that opportunity because uh, like Ron will agree and probably Cal because he's seen him play but Sharkey's been fantastic on the wing for us since we come back Cam, Cam Miller is, has been tearing it up we've also got Tom so yeah it, it's going to be a case of keep you know keep enjoying your football keep playing well and <laughs> almost hope <laughs> not hoping that someone fails at the first team but I know like if you know if if a change is needed then you're someone we can rely on yeah and that was exactly just before so just before you guys came back in the the new year 
um, I'd played two reserve games and two first team games. And I started in the reserves for two weeks straight. And then there was uh, an opportunity where I was on the bench for the first team. I came on off the bench. Um, and then I think the game, you came and watched that last game just before the end of the year. I was in the first team because there was an opportunity arised. And when I spoke to Tom management at the time, he pulled me aside at the end of the game and was like, you did enough there. You know, you did really well. We didn't get the result, but you did enough to, you know, question if we'll keep you again next week. And that's all I want to do is just be able to make, well, give you guys a headache, really. Or do we give them a chance? Do we give this other person a chance? And that's what you want, really. You want one of those good headaches and me to just stay patient and just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna move it on now because um, Luke, like so you've been on the podcast before, so you've done your your best 11. How? I'm intrigued to know what your um, what your favourite 11 is that you've played with over the years. Um, so First I did have a team. Formation you're going with? Formation? Uh, oh, God, what? 4-3-2-1, I think it was, or something like that, or 4-2-3-1. Yeah, 4 2 3 That's very, that's very continental isn't it very serious yeah the, the only reason I go with it is because the team is based primarily off of the team in my first ever season when we won the league by the last again what, what's the formation sorry my, my wife just coming from work so I had to mute you for a second uh, four two three one. Oh, cheeky oh, yeah. four two three one. I thought I thought you said four three two one. okay that's oh, I, I, I did I yeah, I did initially but no it's my fault yeah, that's better. Four, four, two, three, one sits better with me. Yeah. Um, so, my goalkeeper, I ro- well, I say ironically, it might surprise people, but he was a meds that season, and that's Alex Fennell. He was absolutely incredible. I, I'll always remember one game. Played Stockwood away. We gave away a free kick. I think I gave it away, actually. It's about 20 yards from goal, and they had a kiddie, played right wing I think it was who had a bit of a reputation I'm thinking oh he's going to smash this in the corner anyway he's whipped it over the wall and Glivy's pulled out pulled it away from the top corner and I'm looking back at him thinking this is not the same keeper that I started with little Alex Benham's just clawed one out of the top corner really? could bloody believe it um, so Alex in goal my back four uh, Jimmer Jamie Lewis right back I'm Jim torn. Right yeah, Jim at right back. Now I'm torn on these two, but I'm going to go because I've got, well, yeah, this is the only position work because I want to include him and I'm going to. I'm going to put Steph in it right centre half and I'm going to yeah. balance it out with Bonge at left centre half. I'm obviously left back because it's me. Like it, I like I like the confidence when someone puts himself in the team. I like it. Yeah, you got to um, back yourself. You got to back yourself. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, me at left back. Uh, my two in front of me would be Matt McCarthy and Connor Collins. I tell you what, you're, you're you're going through this far too quick for my liking. Give us give us a bit of beef. Give us a bit of substance. What 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 did you like about Jimmer at right back? Uh, oh God. Well, he was just a better right back than he was. I say better. I say better centre back he was he, he's he was very similar to me he was very good at centre back very good at full back but fancied himself too much as an older midfielder so he'd often keep bringing the, he, he was a good ball player in centre back he often 
thinking back on it, he'd always bring the ball out. And if it's a bit too comfortable for my liking, and there were times where it was just like, just get rid of the ball, Jim, or Christ. Um, but what he did have about him, uh, he was a very good leader. Um, he also didn't like Tom, which was always quite funny because the banter in the changing room afterwards was always aimed at him, which I quite enjoyed, not going to lie. Um, so, so yeah, Jimmer, yeah, he's a good lad. Um, it's a shame, really. He probably could be playing at our level because he's at Parsons Street now, isn't he, I think? Um, yeah. He could definitely play higher. Um, yeah, Bond is self-explanatory. He's probably I, the... there's not been many. I think he must hold the record for being picked in most people's ultimate eleven in the podcast. Sponge. Oh, he he is comfortably the best defender I've seen play. Um, I never picked him. I picked Ollie Cleveley over him. Um, yeah, Bonge was. It it was good. I think I don't know. We we sort of complimented each other because he was a left foot, left side center half. So I, I'm probably biased on that regard because we're both lefties, but oh, the way he could ping a ball, like he's so calm in possession, he'd, he'd bring it down in his chest and I'd think, oh, it's got away from him. And then he'd just like, he'd sort of like Cruyff turn over the top of it almost. And he'd just send the striker for a hot dog. Yeah. And I'm just, look, I'm just looking back at him like, how the hell have you got out of that? If I do that, I trip over my own feet. Um, yeah, Bonge. I mean, not that he needs any more praise for how good he is, but just go and speak to Gaffer. He's been trying ever since Bonge has left to try and get him back. Even in the seasons before I left the first time when we went over to the telephones for a bit, we spent four months trying to convince him to come back. Saying, oh, yeah, we're getting the band back together. Come on, come back. We need another centre-back. So I think at that time, I think that was... I think we got promoted that year as the first team. I think we were playing a three-five-two, and I think that we didn't have, we couldn't, we didn't have anybody who could play central naturally, and he would have suited that beautifully because I think I was well. It shows the balance. I think I was playing right hand side of the back three because Barry couldn't use his right foot to save his life, mm. so he was always be left hand side. So, so yeah, Bonge. It's a no-brainer. Don't he play, don't he play at Imperial now? Bonds, yeah. He, he, he always messages me. He's like, oh, I'm not enjoying it. We're not getting good results. I'm like, come back. Because I did try to get him to come over to Wands because he lives in Hannah. And I'm like, well, come over then if you're not enjoying it. Oh, it's my mate. Oh, I'll give it another season. I was like, Bonds, you've been saying you'd be giving it another season for the last four years. Yeah. Like, you, you, can't, be, you can't be happy, surely. Um, but yeah, he was, yeah, no-brainer in terms of my team. Um, so, uh, yeah. so you're obviously going to chat about Steph next. Uh, like for me, I've I've, I've never seen two centre halves gel so quickly as you two did at the start of last season for the reserves, and and you struck up a, a nice little friendship as well, didn't you? Oh, I love Steph. I think he's brilliant. Um, the reason, right? The reason why I pick him, and it is massively a compliment for him, is that. The only downside of that team that won the league in 2016-17 is that we didn't have enough thugs. There wasn't anybody, when it got a bit physical, who would sort of try and take it by the scruff of the neck in a way like I've seen Steph do when people are running their mouths and Steph would go, well, keep going then. 
we'll see what happens. And the amount of fear he used to strike in the, into the strikers, I'd say I'd, it'd be a really good striker. And I'd be talking to one being like, like it might be a rubbish team or whatever. I'd be like, oh, you're quite good. Why don't you step up? Da, da, da. <laughs> and he'd be trying to run it back. And now, no, and then Steph will just come in. He'd be running his mouth. He'd be like, he'll run past me. Steph would like, you to a crap. And Steph would just say, like, well, what's your next tackle then? And yeah, the strikers used to melt. It was easy because, uh, and again, uh, maybe similar to how me and Bonds play, we both complimented each other. Steph, for how big he is, was quite good on the ball, which I think surprised a lot of people. But I think, obviously, without big he was, he was always going to be that sort of aerial target for any long balls. But I just loved the way me and him, like you said, we just sort of clicked. I always remember the um, the inter-club game right at the start. Um the first full season I think it was primarily first team against like a mix I think we were on the mix team and that back four again I think it was me Steph I think it was when Mikey Tremlett came along he was left back although he was practically playing left wing um, I think I fed a ball through about a three yard gap and Steph was like who played that I was like, it was me he was like yeah that's class we're going to get on me and you I'm like oh that's good I've got the big lad on the side then early doors so he's not going to kill me um, yes, yeah. he, he needs to score more edos, Steph. Hey, that's the only thing I'm calling him out on this, Steph. You don't <laughs> jump enough. If you jumped, you'd score so many headers from corners, honestly, mate. You need to start to jump more. He does. I, I just wish like... we, we would, would have had Steph three or four years ago before he started picking up all these little niggly injuries because he's, he's such a, a unit and such a player that I can only imagine it if he was. 100% fit, like he would have been, you know, in his, his early, mid-20s. You know, what a player we, we could have had on our hands there. I think he's he's just starting to get to that age where he's, you know, I mean, he's out injured at the moment, isn't he? So it's just, it's a shame that he's come to Wessex at the end of his footballing time. Yeah. It's the presence yeah. he brings. It's just like, even if, you know, say he might, he might not have the best game, but because he's about six foot seven, People are going to look at him and be like, "Fine, go near him." You might, you might not go, you might not do anything for the game. You might not, like I said, he might not rough the striker up. He might not be as physically imposing or as quick or whatever. But it's that presence he brings. I mean, but he is such a nice lad as well. And he, like you said, he, he's he's massive, yeah. he's imposing, but he's actually sound. When you get him in the change rooms, he's a giant teddy bear. He runs around giving out cuddles and everything. Like he's a big, he's a big cuddly bear at the end of the day. (laughs) He's brilliant to have on side. Honestly, like I said, I couldn't have asked for a nicer lad either. But I know there's a couple of times where, in games where maybe we drew or lost, I think the two Rockleys games spring to mind last season where we lost four three and drew two all like late goals again because we were although we were. A good side. It was a aging's the wrong word. It was just we weren't as fit as we were. We just got tired really quickly. Um, and I used to come off like absolutely devastated in those two games. And it was the first one to come over to me and be like, "You played really well. Like you can't blame yourself for any of that. Like you've done your job." So he doesn't have to do that, but he does. There is a leader within him. The only thing is, is that he's odd sometimes, and it's like. There's things to say and when to say them. Just pick and choose your moment. You don't have to go 
around shouting and bowling everyone. I remember the game we lost Redbridge last season 3 0, and he was, I thought he was going to kill Matt Faulkner because Matt kept saying, like, you need to drop, you need to drop when it was like the windiest day going. I'm looking at Stephanie, he's going redder and redder, he's going to kill him, and I'm not getting involved. So, yeah, nice lad, good to have on side. Good footballer, good partner for me. The He's always end. been honest as well, in my opinion. Like I always, whenever I've seen and spoken to Steph, if he ain't happy about something, he'll be honest. Oh, he'll okay. give you a straight, yeah, you a straight yeah. answer as well. It's never like round the bush or whatever. If you said, if you said, "Oh, sorry, mate, I didn't play like a like," I obviously I take corners in the resies at the moment. So if I didn't put a ball on him, he'll go, "Come on, be a better ball next time." And he's just honest. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he knows. As well, he knows when when he needs to be that that leader, and then when he needs to be the hothead as well. He's very yeah, very good with yeah. that. I, I I just love how Steph, you know, he, he I don't think he's made a single training session in in the whole time he's been at Wessex. Not not for any any lack of desire. He, he it's down to work. But for someone that don't train every week, he is such a massive part of the club. He's like well, literally, <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah. But like he is, he's just such a well liked, well respected, big, always in the thick of things. He's yeah, he's he's, he's great. What what about your midfield then, Cal? Uh, base of the midfield is Matt McCarthy and Connor Collins. Um, oh. Yeah, which I, need to I, know. See, I need to see this Matt in midfield because I've only ever seen him play centre half. Not nowadays. Yeah, he ain't got the tournament. <laughs> he's very much he... a centre nowadays. Matt is very Matt is an enigma, and I've told him this because he's not a centre half and he's not old in midfielder. I, I don't know what he is, but again, he's a bit like Steph because he's physically imposing. Of course, he's, he's very useful to have in the middle, but certainly in that year, that sixteen seventeen year, he was very good. He was a very good shield for. Um, the, well, the actual partnership, which was Bonge and Buckley, um, and it allowed it allowed the centre half to play. And if it, yeah, it was just that added security. Especially, I always remember that first season. There were so many big teams, like absolute lumps, but there wouldn't it wouldn't ever worry us because there was a triangle that Bonge, Buckley, Matt, and it was like, well, they're all six foot plus, near enough. We're going to be fine. Um, similar to what I've mentioned about me and Steph complimenting each other, I think Matt and Connor complimented each other quite well. Connor was sort of buzzing about. He'd be the one pressing in the midfield. Matt obviously breaking up play. Almost then sort of handing off to Connor, being like, right, you go and play football. Because I, I, I've always thought Connor to be the better of the two, like with the ball, personally. Um uh, that version of Connor, though, is probably worse than the version of Connor now, in my opinion. I think if I had, if the Connor of now was in that team, I think it would have been an even stronger side. Um, again, Connor just very good at because he's so stocky. He's good at he can shield the ball. He's, he was great at it, like drawing players in and then offloading it, just creating that couple of yards to allow us to get out from a tight press or whatever. Um, but yeah, those two in midfield definitely good partnership. They were. Yeah, it's it's um, I think if you've got a, a midfield two like that, like a, a 
a midfield base. That's a that's a pretty solid base to allow the the four in front of them to express themselves and play a bit of football, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, they were, well, again, this is actually leads in quite well because those two were complimented. So number 10 was, um, or is it Sam Glasser? Um, yeah. Those three in a triangle complemented each other massively because they could all, they could all do those similar roles. I know, like I know, Matt gets a bit of a bad rap for how he plays in midfield. But there were times where he would pop up in the number ten, and it would be it would give us a different dimension because Sam had dropped in. It was like, okay, well, Matt's a brute. We can ping this into him here, get us twenty yards up the pitch. Um, Sam, I feel gutted for him really because I think during the first, no, but my first season, he, he was physically fit. The second season, he. I think he signed on for Bishop Sutton. It didn't quite go so well when he came back and he, he wasn't quite the same player and he had I think he had sciatica as well. So his movement was really affected. Yeah. But he was such a good footballer at finding space. He still is now. I've seen when we do the um Jack Moody Grant days. He hasn't changed. The way he plays is still the same. He, he's deceptively strong for how slight he looks. Um he holds the ball up well. He can win it, header. He's got lovely turn of feet and like very good manipulator of the ball to create that space. Um, again, that sort of triangle in the middle. When we had all three of those available in fit, we were almost walking out on the pitch thinking, "Yeah, we've won the midfield battle today." There was no, yeah. not many teams who could compete with that, and the and the ones which could compete with that were the ones we were going for the league for. So. Um. Yeah, Sam Glasson, Matt McCarthy, Connor Collins. That's the midfield three in there. That's a good. I I don't think that's the first time that midfield three has been picked together as well. In the podcast, just worked. I, I mean, yeah. clearly it worked because we won the league. If it didn't work, yeah, and we went on a we went on a ridiculous run. I think I remember the results coming through. I think Weber was showing me the like. Well, this was I think we were a win away from sealing the title. Uh, first three games, they they won their opening game and lost their next two. Um, I think a few players got brought up in just sort of in and around the squad, and I was one of them. And I was just very lucky because we went on like a thirteen game unbeaten streak. We won every game, and it was a some games. I think the first five or six games we were battering teams. It was five six seven nil seven one. Then it was sort of that hallmark of champions thing where we weren't necessarily playing as well, but we were grinding out results. We were 2 1, 2 0, 3 1. I think there was a 4 2 in there. Um, yeah. But again, that just goes down to that team. It was just like, yeah, when we had everybody available, it was almost like, yeah, we're not going to get beaten here. We just got to play our football and we'll be fine. Yeah. So who's, who's on your wings then, Cal? Um, so um, I may have been a little bit pressured by somebody in this call. Um, <laughs> <Bowden>. <laughs> however, however, wow. I am. However, I'm going to justify this actually. So my initial left winger, it was going, it was a toss up between um, James Russell and um, Jamie Griffin. Yeah. However, yeah. although they are good players, 
I've always enjoyed when Bowden's actually been on my in front of me. So I'm gonna put Bowden in there. Okay. To be honest. Purely purely because of I feel like we had a good link up when we have played. All right, we might not necessarily got the results, but in terms of how we gelled, Bowden knew how I played, I know how he plays. He knows I'm not gonna keep bombing on beyond him. I know full well that sometimes he might not necessarily come back with the winger every single time because he might have darted in field as he is very good at to get in that little pocket to try and get a shot away. But yeah, for me, um, yeah, Bowden probably does pit them. I think James, oh, he was just too, he got a good left foot on him, but I don't think he was, he wasn't physical enough because he was very slim. Good footballer, but just a bit. Yeah, I think slight. he was James Russell's more of a striker by trade when he, he he was one of those strikers that ended up on the wing because you had the likes of Paulie and stuff didn't you Webster. yeah so when and he he did he was all right for the first half of the season then it, when Jamie Griffin came back he didn't get a look in because uh, I mean to be fair to Griffin again great footballer incredibly quick um I think I think if he'd have been there all season He'd have probably been my left wing pick, to be honest. But yeah, I'll give it to Bowden. Why not? Um, Here's my. What yeah, about on the right? No you're not. You're not going to pick Ooh. him on the right, are you? Oh well, controversial. I am. Yeah. Oh. Thomas Trimble is on my right wing. Um. Yes, we've had our runnings being him, and there has been a bit of black blood. But I will always sort of say how it is. In that, that is his best position. Wide right, coming in off the off that wing, and spanking one with that left foot of his. And again, I mean, again, linking it back to that title winning season, he, yeah, it was immense. To be fair to him, which I know will inflate his ego, but so be it. Um, I don't know. I can't remember how many goals he scored. I think he got like twelve or fifteen. Like from yeah. right wing, it was a, it was a, certainly at that level of the game, it was almost unheard of. Got like a massively goal scoring winger. Those you, those are numbers you probably associate with players who were probably semi pro and up. But he was, mm. well, he'd have been the same age as me. He'd have been eighteen, nineteen, tearing up fullbacks who have been playing for twenty years. Think, oh, young kitty, I got to read a bit there. Um, again, it just, it just gave it just gave us a different outlet. Is well, it was odd. I, I've never really been a fan of sort of wingers. Like, So if you've got a left winger, I don't necessarily want him to be a right footer and vice versa on the right-hand side to be a left because I've always been old school to beat your fullback and whip it in. But he reminds me, in ter- he's a one-trick pony. It's cut inside and it's like Robert. You know what he's going to do. That doesn't mean you can stop it. And I, That's how a lot of his goals yeah. came. I can't remember. Oh, when did we play? I think it was, um, it might have been Eastern Cowboys, I think. I think he scored two in that game. I can't remember. Now, for about 10 minutes, that's all he did. He picked up and drove inside, and their captain was going mental. It was like, that's all he does, sit narrow, and he can't do it. If you don't do it, he's going to score. And then I think about two minutes later, he fired one in the bottom corner. Um, yeah. And I, to be fair, again, to be fair to him, again, I know we've had our run-ins. I know we sort of had our beef and stuff. I've always been civil where I can be. Um but I don't think we've had a better right winger, to be honest. Not he's naturally gifted by that. Yeah, he's game changer. Well. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you even said it as well, uh, Church, when you first saw him. I think you said when you were, when he first came involved, you were like, oof, he could be a bit of a player here. Yeah. Um, I've always seen that with him. It's just we've never necessarily seen eye to eye managerial wise. In terms of a player, like I said, he, he'll, he'll win you a game. Of course he would. It'd be nil nil and he'll just get, there'll be a chance he will score. So yeah. Controversial, but yes, he is on my I, right wing. I think that's what makes him also a very good player as well. I know he's probably still listening in on this. Um, but, you know, even if he's not having his best game, he will still pop up with, you know, involvement in the goal or getting the goal himself. You know, there was in that COVID cup, you know, he, he didn't play a lot of the ones for the resis and he came in in the last game because I missed out and he just popped up with a hat trick. Do you know what I mean? And that like, I've heard him in games, I've seen him in games before where like he's got a tough opponent against him. You know, there's a good fullback, there's a good centre half where he's played down the middle. He's been relatively quiet all game. And he then pops up with that goal that gets you the three points. And I think that's what makes a good player, you know, no matter what type of game it is, now how hard the game is, if you can still get something out of it, it shows that you are, you know, on the ball all the time, really. And I know, yeah. I know, it, I know he's gonna, his head's gonna get even bigger than what it already is as well. For Impossible. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... It annoys me as well sometimes because, especially last season when I was playing in the first team and I was sat on the bench and I'm going, all right, Tom's having a quiet game. You know, I could, I could get my chance and if I come in off the bench and get a goal or something. And then he just pops up with a goal, and I'm like, oh, for God's sake, that's me still out next week then. Do you know, I ain't even come on yet. Like, like he just he just made that, you know, that moment where you could grasp a result, even if you're down and out and the whole team's not playing very well, he will get you that that spark. Yeah. I think you said you mentioned you mentioned the Bermuda Down game in the lockdown cup. And I, I remember specifically because I think I think we weren't struggling. I think it, we were one 0 down. And he scored and then obviously went on to get a hat trick. And I remember me, Lewis Berry, and Harry Greenman. We all looked at each other. I went, I hate him. I really hate him. But I'm really glad he's on our team and he's won us the game. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was superb that day. He really was. I'll tell you what, I got a feel feel for you, Bowden, as well, because like, you know, last season you got the arguably the best player at the club who's also First team player manager, manager player yeah. manager of the first team in your position, you must be thinking, Oh, what have I got to do here? But <laughs> well, no, so it, we... it was it was all right, you know, when when we were playing the back three and I was playing it wing back, and because he couldn't be bothered to do it, he then put it up <laughs> in the middle. So it kind of benefited for me then. But then when we moved to the four three three, I knew I had competition with Tom, Jack, Kim, you know, and Sully as well in some ways. And yeah, then when Sharky came into the mix as well, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, we've got some big competition here. And yeah, Tom Tom was head and shoulders still. He he was front runner for, you know, top goal scorer, top assist there. When he jumped down to the reserves, he stopped top goal scorer. You know, it, it just shows that he is a good quality player that you want on your team, really. Yeah. What about, what about your number nine then, Cal? Uh, you've already mentioned him, Paulie. He got 33 goals that year. He was insane. Um, he doesn't look like much. Well, certainly I thought that. I remember one of my first training sessions he was there, and I think he'd just come back from an injury. And I sort of looked at him and thought, 
he ain't he don't look very good. I don't know why was he the first team like striker? Not that I'm a striker, obviously. And I went to mark him and he skipped past me like I wasn't there and then battered it in the top corner. I was like, that's probably why he's in the team. Yeah. Um he was a Oh, he was ridiculous. Um I always remember I think I think it was a testament to him really. Because I think he ended up at Almondsbury for a bit in my second year. Again, didn't go so well. He wasn't getting games. Came back to us again. Wasn't really the same player. But much like the club sort of slotted in like he hadn't gone. Um, and I, I will always back Paulie because I remember when Trey, Trey Walker came and Jordan came. And they both said the same thing. Oh, I'm better than him. Why is he starting? I'm better than him. I'm better than him. And I had to keep saying to them both. I went, you might well be better, like, sort of strikers in the sense of, like, like Dre was massively quick and could get him behind. Paulie wasn't slow, but he wasn't Dre quick. George probably better at hold-up play than Paulie was. Um, but I said, as a matter of fact, at the end of the day, the main the main job of a striker is to score goals. You're not gonna, you're not gonna knock back the striker who got you 33 league goals the season yeah. before to fire you to the league title. I don't care how good you think you are, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, fair enough. If he scored six, but yeah, he was immense. There's one goal, and I can't for the life of me remember who it was against. I want to say it was against Sarton, where yeah, we were on a bit of. We're under a bit of pressure, and I think Bond just whacked it at the pitch poorly, like any good striker does, chases it down. He stopped it going out for a goal kick. He's got centre half right up him. I'm thinking, just hold it up. We're 2 1 up, hold it up. I don't know what he bloody did, but the defender was on his face. He'd spun back in, it was on his weaker foot, and he just ripped the net off. I was just like, I mean, I was how oh, you meant to defend that. He was absolutely full of confidence. So yeah, fully deserving of top goal because I think he ended up top goal scoring in the league. I think by about two because yeah. North Bristol had one kid who we always had to specifically mark who scored a load of goals. Um, yeah, poorly leads the line hands down. I've not seen a better striker than him yet, to be honest. I don't think anyone can argue argue when Luke Webster Paulie's named in. In the number nine shirt. What about um subs? Have you thought about a bench or? Um, I haven't, but I could sort of like honourable mentions, I suppose. I, I mean, I give us your honourable mentions. Honourable, well, I've mentioned two of them already. So obviously, James Russell and Jamie Griffith, purely because they were part of the team, uh, which obviously won that league. Paul Buckley, as well, the, the captain. Um. Centre half, what, yeah, what centre half? Read the game brilliantly well. Um, didn't look much of a centre half when you look at him because he again very slight. But my God, that boy could win a header. The way yeah. he positioned himself, he, he was phenomenal. It was a shame that injuries done him in in the end in the second season. I think he, I think he tore his left knee ligament and never recovered. To be honest. Um, I'm just trying to think. I, I obviously have a soft spot for people like Lewis Berry as well, because I think he was probably the best captain I've 
play them there, to be honest. In, in terms of in terms of motivation and trying to get you going, he's the captain I want. It's not to say the other captains I've played under, like Jimmer and Buckley, weren't good. They were good in their own ways. Lewis I'd go into battle for, whereas Jimmer and Buckley, it was more of like, I just don't want to let them down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, other than that, there isn't too many. I mean, I, I, I'll give him a mention again. It might probably inflate his ego as well, but I enjoy playing with George as well. I think the way, I mean, take my first game back against the Eastern Cowboys, where I've sort of knocked it seventy yards over the top for him. Yeah, he's, he's one of the only. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the only players who I'll know. If I look up with a bit of time, I know full well he's going to be the first one on the move. Yeah, because he know he knows I've got that in the locker to go right. I'm going to drop it into that space. If you make that run, you've got a chance on goal. So I enjoy playing with Jordan. He he'd be another one. There there are loads I've played with over the time. Like again, even someone like Mikey, I enjoy playing with him for that last season. I really loved playing. All right, he's a bit like a lost puppy when he's just like chasing everything here, there, and everywhere, but. I, I enjoy playing with him. There's there's so many I could name, but yeah, probably Lewis and Lewis Jordan, JMO, Buckley, and Griff probably yeah. the ones. Not having a, not having a keeper uh, on your bench. I was going to say yeah, you as well. <laughs> um, to be fair, to be fair, it was a. T- do you know? Do you know why I didn't use you as the keeper though, Ron? Is because I think all the games I played with you in, we've always battered them. I've got so it's like I've seen you only make like one or two saves a game, which is a yeah. testament to the team right in front of you. Although I have it on good authority. Yeah. Although I have it on good authority that you are an immense keeper. Oh, I mean, I know you're an immense keeper. I've seen you in training, but it's that sort of thing. It was... Yeah, when you play this, like, yeah, we've had, we've had like four shots against us and, like, only two of them were on target. Um, although, actually, you will get a mention for that defensive down game because I remember when you pulled out of the bottom corner and I think you got up and said, was it going in? Like the whole bench was like, yeah, it was going in the bottom corner. That was a hell of a save. I'm not just saying it. Um, it is a shame we, we're we way too young and Ron's way too old that we haven't seen him play in his prime. That's what it is. We're the sa- I'm the same age as you, and I? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, my, my, my prime days were a long time ago. I'm not going to lie. It was just after the war, wasn't it? I think that's what I heard. Yeah, I'm only certainly four or something. I'll tell you what. Yeah, going back to you, you say about that goal the other week against um, Eastern Cowboys. What you set up for George? That was that was one of the most beautiful, direct route one goals I've ever seen. Effectively, it it was it was a long ball upfield and and finished. But the 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 pass from you. Was just exquisite, just bent perfectly, weighted, dropping perfectly for him, and then the finish, just lifting it over the keeper. For for, for what I'd call a route one goal, it was a it was a lovely goal to watch. It was only well, I think what did um, I think Dibble said somewhere he went, he went, oh, I'd have had a go at you if that didn't go in. I was like, why? Oh, there was options on. I went, no, there wasn't. I'd have pinged it 70 yards if there was options. I'd have kept it short because we were battering them at that point. We had all the ball. I'd have just kept it ticking over. I just thought, yes, yeah. on it. 
he was Jordan, on the outside Jordan anyway. Always gives you, Jordan always gives you that option as well. You know, if this, if you are keeping it tight, he's always looking to make. And you can see he's such a hungry player. He's a hungry striker. He like he'll yeah. be the type of person that you could win eight 0 and he'll come off the pitch annoyed because he didn't score. Do you know what I mean? He's just so yeah. hungry. He's just hungry. He always wants to make moves. He always wants to get like get that shot off, get that goal. So he always it's good playing with Jordan because he always gives you an option, even if it is the wrong one. It was easy though that pass because he was already on the half turn. It's just like, well, it makes my job easier. The run dictates the pass sometimes. So yeah, easy enough. So yeah, just to recap there's times when he needs to channel it a bit better. We let's say that like blue in the face. He could he, mm. he is a great player, we all know that, but he could be so much better if he just concentrated on football. Yeah, it'll ruin it for him, won't it? Not being able to channel it. So just just to recap on your eleven then, Alex Benham, the golden glove in goal. Right yeah. back winner, Jamie Lewis. Left back, obviously Cal Rogers. Yeah. Big Steph and Bonge, centre yeah. back. Two in midfield, Connor Collins and Matt McCarthy with Sam Glasson in the 10, just in front. Tom Trimble on the right wing, Luke Bowden on the left wing, and Luke Webster, Paulie up top, hell of a side. Yeah, not a bad side, is it? So, um, yeah, we're, we're coming to the end of the podcast now, but um, yeah, I, I think it's clear from what we were saying earlier on in the podcast, it's great that, that we're all back at the club we love. It's good that we've... Uh, you know, we've we've started off decent. We've you know we've we're we're on track for where what where we want to end up at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, before we end up, just tell us about what what Wessex means to you as a club. We'll we'll start with you, Luke. What like wh- when you're fifty, when you look back and someone mentions the Wessex days, what what do you remember? What does it mean to you? Um, well, I've uh, it's only my third season, really. Um, but it screams home to me at the moment, you know, like, like I said, I've been and come back and I've, I felt like I've never left. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a childhood home, but later on in my football career, if you can call it a career, you didn't get paid for it. But um, it's that, that sort of thing to me. I think um, the fact that everyone is open armed, like welcoming, you know, I've made so many friends here as well. Like I feel like I've known a lot of people, you know, more than the three years as well you know it's it's that sort of thing to me um it's even to me like you see now with the the way the club's going with the younger teams the the coaching aspects you know you've got a lot of potential you know with children's teams maybe even women's teams moving forward it's kind of that's what I want to hear like you know when I'm looking back later on in life you know I just want to be like yeah I was a big part of that you know I was a big part, you know, I'm one of the ones that was known for it, Wessex. That's that's kind of what I want in a way. Um, and yeah, I'm still, I'm at the later part of my playing side of things, you know, being now in my 30s. But, you know, even after that, I want to still be a part of the club in some way, whether that if I go into coaching with the kids with Tom or if I, you know, help out with the adult teams or even if I went on, up onto the board and helped Lynn with things things like or Jake um yeah sort of things like that is that's what I kind of want to do and that's because Wessex has been a big part of my life for three years you know it's and it's been like so great you know I I was really really disheartened that I wanted to 
like that I left Wessex and I was always questioning is, is this the right thing to do you know and I'm back and it doesn't it doesn't it feel like I don't feel like I've been judged for having to have left yeah there's banter where you know you hear at the ones and stuff like that or you know grass isn't always greener or whatever but it's it's just a banter thing you know no one's hating on me because I'm back now or whatever no one feels like I'm treading on people's toes everyone's just welcomed me back straight away and I want to be a big part of that moving forward yeah how about you Cal uh it's an extended family in it really yeah Luke's already touched on it that closeness that bond that everybody's got you mentioned it last season Trutch with you're going into war with your brothers. You're fighting for every single point, every single tackle, every single loose ball. Um, so the the family aspect, brilliant. Um, yeah, that that affinity and that that draw to the club again, a bit like Bowden. All right, yeah, my rights well documented, and I was always going to leave when I did. All right. Fair enough. I might have been saying, "Oh, look at Wesley Sardi got battered. Oh, that's great." It's never any bad blood, and it was there was always that feeling of, "Yeah, I probably would return at some point." Um, whether it was as Luke sort of mentioned, whether it would be towards say a tail end of the of the career, or not until you go back into coaching or whatever, I didn't know. Fates obviously brought us back sooner which is great because it works for all parties um, it, it's a lovely run club with lots of beautiful humans and beautiful people um, oh I love that yeah. well it is it, I mean you, you look at somebody like Lynn who like lives and breathes the club but you do anything to make sure that woman smiles on a Saturday even if you get battered 9-0 she's still there smiling you're going to try and fight for that. Um, it also she'll still, she'll still say how brilliantly everyone played, won't she? After exactly, yeah. Um, and it's also, but from my aspect, and I know some of the club don't necessarily have this, but in my time, which I've been very lucky, Wessex to me means success. Because we've won league titles, we've won trophies or promotions. I've been quite lucky. I think when I've seen out a full season, I think it's only been two years where we haven't won nothing sort of thing and they both ended in a promotion I think off yeah. the top of my head if I think um, so the success aspect is there so I mean I always, I've had my friends before say oh could you better than them I was like yeah probably could maybe I could play higher but if the chance comes to do it with Wessex in the club where I'm comfortable with I'm going to do that and obviously take the risk go into a completely different club with a new set of managers who might not necessarily back um, but yeah that that family feel. I mean, point one is Jack Moody Grant Day. I don't know many clubs who do that or who would do that for an old chairman. They might have a commemorative plaque and that'd be about it. And he's got a lot of awards after him. He gets a charity day. Why would you not want to be a part of it? Yeah. And, I mean, that's and, the that's the perfect way to end this podcast, I think. So, yeah, gentlemen, Good to be back. Thanks, thanks for thanks, thanks for, for joining having, in. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. <laughs> and um, yeah, so just want to want to thank our sponsor Continuum for 
continued backing and support. Much valued, much appreciated. And thanks to all our listeners up the Wessex.